you're looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Donald Trump uploaded uh, something uh, fabulous to Facebook yesterday, his Facebook page. Um, let's, let's take a look at it, and then we'll perhaps comment. We don't have a country if we don't have borders. Oh, we God will build a wall. Thing. It will be a great wall. A it great will wall. do what it's supposed to do. Keep illegal immigrants out. Now, with that said, mm. we're going to have a beautiful big door <laughs> right in the middle of that wall. So and pathetic. people are going to come into our country. Uh-huh. And they're going to come in legally. And we want people to come in. And we want to treat people fairly. Mm-hmm. But we either have a country or, or we, we don't. don't. We need a border. We need a wall. This is I took a tremendous amount of heat when I started talking about illegal immigration. I turned out to be right. Now everybody's talking about it, but they still don't get it. We have to stop the oh. inflow of illegals coming into our country. It has to be stopped. It has to be stopped now. It's literally it, it, the same five sentences yes, every, every time he speaks. Every time. Every time. Uh, but he invented, speaking of illegal immigration, yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, nobody had ever brought it up before he did, um, like six months ago. So I, I appreciate him for that because uh, I remember back when I was in Houston, you know, and there was a huge problem, but I ignored it and talked about Disney characters every day. I, I would do things like, hey, what's your favorite Disney character today? And then people would call in and, and they'd say, well, mine is Goofy. And then somebody else would say, well, I like Donald and Duck. Right. And, and I remember thinking at the time, Pat, that's a fine topic, but mm-hmm. when you do it every day. Every day. People it, were like, think I, got, well, it's still goofy. I mean, I, I haven't changed <laughs> since yesterday. And I felt like, you know, show 25, show 26, huh. it became a little repetitive. Did you think I so? Just, I mean, that's you my didn't mention it to me at the time. Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't sure. Huh. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, you never mentioned illegal immigration. Never. I never heard Pat talk we about it. We never talked about it. Never it heard just any. It wasn't a deal until Donald Trump. I, I, it's so pathetic. Well, I mean, unless it's so ridiculous that he believes he started this discussion. He doesn't believe it. When he was talking about open borders and uh, and and working on the Dream Act, yeah. we were fighting against illegal yeah. immigration. This is uh, the history of Donald Trump. Uh, in 2013, he supported the Dream Act. 2013. Uh, you know, you might recognize that as the second term of Barack Obama, 2013. Yeah, I do recognize that. Uh, good. And then secondarily, um, when he launched his campaign, yes, he did make a comment about illegal immigrants, but it was a tiny part of his announcement speech. People think like he ran on this, like, mm-hmm. I ran on illegal immigration. It was the eighth, eighth most prominent thing he talked about. He talked about it. He was, I think it was 4% of his speech. Four percent. It was, I think it was 6,600 words, and he, and he said 263 words about immigration. And that is, of course, obviously the number one issue of the eight was himself, uh, shockingly. Uh, but uh, there was, and there was a bunch of issues under that, too, but it was, I mean, it was like lower middle of the pack priority-wise for this guy. And then he comes out and, and, and acts as if he's made it uh, his big campaign push. What happened was he made a comment. That was the one the media picked up. 
Not even immediately. Remember, it was like a week later because yep. Telemundo made or whatever. I think it was Telemundo made a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. And the media essentially assigned to him what his campaign priority was. And he, to this you moment, remember, he's still just blowing in the wind whatever direction he has to go in. If you remember, the thing that they picked up, up they picked up on was that he said that that they're uh, that the Mexicans that are coming across the border aren't the best and brightest. They're rapists. They're this. They're that. And he assigned negatives to all of them. Essentially, we defended him on that. We said, "Look, he's not talking about all Mexicans." Uh, so mm-hmm. can we? And and yet. Then he turns that around on everybody else, pretends like he invented the issue, and then changes the discussion from his uh, really offensive comments to, oh, I'm tough on illegal immigration. Bull crap. You're t- he, you know, he's, he's, he's a flat-out liar. Yeah. That's, he, he's, yeah. he's a stinking liar. Yeah. And uh, I'm really tired of it. Really I mean, tired. Of we it. didn't get into this the other day, but he, you know, he's been going around saying that Glenn, uh, you know, is the worst person on earth, and the only reason Glenn doesn't like him is because of uh, because, he, we, because didn't we didn't have him on the have show. Have him on the or he, or wouldn't, he wouldn't come, come on. on the show. Now, <laughs> he, Donald Trump positively knows uh, that's a lie. He does. We we have been talking uh, negatively about Donald Trump for a long time, at least for at least as long as he was doing the Barack Obama birth certificate thing. Yes. at least that long. And. Um, and ever since he uh, uh, announced his candidacy, what, we, we said this guy's not a conservative. He's not a conservative. We proved the case a hundred times on the air. Um, when, in fact, we proved the case so many times, we got sick of proving the case. And Pat and I were hosting the show one day when Glenn was out, and we kind of jokingly did a Trump-free zone for a day. Because we were already getting so much flack for it. We were sick of it. Yeah. So we put in the Trump-free zone on, I think it was July 20th, 22nd, something like that, in that general vicinity. The first time we called Donald Trump for an interview was August 25th. And by the way, uh, over my dead body, essentially, at the time, I was basically really you know, willing you to light myself on fire opposed. to prevent the interview from I happening. thought it would have been fun. Yeah. Glenn was like, okay with it. Nobody desperately wanted the guy no, on. No, I didn't. I Nobody. didn't want him on. Stu absolutely did not want him on. I don't remember where no, you I stood, I did not. Jeffy. And if you remember you didn't correctly, want him on? Before, yeah. before our uh, uh, Trump-free zone, uh, I believe even our illustrious leader, Mr. Beck, said on the air, we're not having him on. I don't want to talk to him. Yeah, I, I do kind of remember said, that. Because yeah. I remember him saying, sorry, stations. Right. Because everybody was saying what great ratings he was giving all the TV shows. Right. From, right. from the same perspective of we, didn't, we never asked Jeb Bush to come on. Um, we never asked Jeb Bush to come on. We never asked uh, Chris Christie to come on in this campaign cycle. But for about three but, days, Glenn and I thought it would be interesting and fun to right, have him and, on and, and ask and him and about that was some only, of these things. And the only reason why we asked, we, we were talking about, and you guys were thinking it, it would have been fun, and it, it surely would have, yes. is because uh, of the controversy that we started yes. when we did the Trump-free zone, That's which right. was a result of us complaining about Donald Trump for right, so right. long, we got sick of it. <laughs> and That's how much he's lying on this The conditions one. on the interview itself were, we want to, we're going to ask you some tough questions. Yeah. We're going to find out about your past. We're gonna, we want to ask you about your positions in the past, how you were a Democrat and a supporter of all these people, and you've contributed to so right. many Democrats. And, and, and that's why he didn't come on. That's why he didn't come on. He didn't come on. Be, he didn't not come on because, oh, I just didn't have time. He had time for Dana's show. Mm-hmm. He had time for uh, Sean Hannity. He had time for everybody else. If you don't have a time for a show that has 10 million listeners when you're running for president, shut up. It's pathetic. It's, it's yeah. stupid. And we asked, I think, twice or three times. On the third time, 
Trump says because he already heard that we were we were talking negatively about him. And so his condition was, well, if Glenn Beck calls me personally and essentially begs me to come on, maybe I'm not talking I'll come to on. His, I'm not talking to his lackeys. Not talking on, uh, yeah. He didn't want to talk to anybody under Glenn. He only wanted, and, and at that point, we're like, forget it. We're not doing that. And Glenn said, forget it. We're not doing well, that. Well, Glenn initially was still was do it. being like, oh, you know what? Sure, I'll do it. Look, I don't, I'm not above doing that. If he wants me to call him, that's fine. I was like, I mean, <laughs> I we was borderline going to the asylum at this point. <laughs> i got to kiss this idiot's ring. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 no time for that nonsense. And Glenn, I think, like, demeans himself and puts himself in these positions where he, he you know, he does he's sometimes. trying to be so super mega nice. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, sometimes the nice needs to go away for a few minutes. As we've seen here with Whoa. Donald Trump, when you're dealing with somebody like this look at what he's done with that glenn was trying to be you know Mm -hmm. what donald all right he's got a big ego he wants me to call him whatever i'll call him i mean i don't care and with what what comes of that is that this guy lies about it in front of a national stage for months this is why you can't deal with Mm -hmm. people like this. this is why you don't ask them for interviews because they're awful awful people uh and trump is the worst of the worst uh you know there's another story out this morning in the washington post about um, first of all, he's criticizing Ted Cruz for losing or for loaning himself from his own assets a million dollars. This went through the four billion dollars in loans that he had out on his casinos, um, and uh, four billion. He, Cruz is owned by the banks, though, because of his million dollar loan against his own assets. But Donald Trump and his four billion dollars of loans at one particular moment in time, he's not owned by the banks at all. Um, but in that story, I mean, uh, yet again, they interview him, and yet again, he threatens to sue the person yep. writing the story. This is a story about the early 90s. There's no reason for him to get like this, but he's just a bad guy. He's just a bad guy. And a liar. A lion sack of crap. Yeah. I mean, and look, that, that, him being a bad guy is like 19th on my priority list of why he shouldn't be president of the United States. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's how he handles himself. He surrounds himself with awful awful people the type of people that call reporters and say you can't rape your wife it's it's legally impossible i guess wives get to just have to just do whatever you say whenever you say it this is in 2015 he did this and the the guy got fired no he's a spokesman for him going on television still it's inexcusable and you know the idea that we need to sit here and accept this guy as the nominee from the Republican side, I would be disappointed with him as a Democratic nominee. But the fact that we want him as a Republican nominee is... It's embarrassing. It's the, one of the most inexplicable things in modern history. And I know I'm the ringleader. I got it. So yeah. maybe that's my problem. Here. Yeah, as it, well, it is. From the caller <laughs> it is. Uh, just yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this post thing was apparently going to be very in-depth. And it was about the Taj Mahal uh, going bankrupt and his role in it. And they concluded he's repeatedly played down his personal role in in the, all of that. Yeah, um, he went in front of the um, uh, the the commission in Atlantic City. Basically, there was a, a guy was building a big casino, the Taj Mahal. It was about half built, way over budget, mm-hmm. and Trump came in and said, "I want to buy it because the guy died." So he went in and tried to take over the company after the guy died, and the company was in flux. Um, and so he went in there and he said, "Hey, I want um, I want to take this over." Uh, I can get financing because I'm Donald Trump. And at the time, financing was very hard to come by. It, it wasn't uh, a strong economic time. Um, so he said, I can get loans at prime rates because banks are calling me. How many times have you heard him say stuff like this? Banks are calling me all the time. They're right. calling all the time. Well, what do you want to do? You do this. Can we give you money? How do we do this? You, we got to do this. 
It's like these same quotes he's using today convinced the people on the board that he could get these prime rates by telling them that banks call him all the time and they'll give it to him, even though they won't give it to anyone else, and that companies that use junk bonds are bad companies and they're going to fail. And, and they're horrible, horrible companies, and I would never use junk bonds. Within months, he was, of course, using junk bonds to finance the project, junk bonds with huge high finance rates, mm-hmm. which he could not pay, and that's why he, he, the entire project wound up being a complete disaster. Uh, they did not make enough money. One guy said, uh, one guy who's a friend of his, an advisor of his, said, look, I'm worried about uh, Donald's property because the first three months he's going to get all this publicity and everything will be fine. But once you get into winter in Atlantic City, this project is not going to hold up. There's too much debt, uh, and it's too expensive. He threatened to sue that guy, his friend, mm. over that, um, and, uh, and eventually had to settle with him uh, because of it. The story is oh really gosh. long. It's in the Washington Post. And it, but it goes in at one point. He had three point, um, I think it was $3.4 billion, maybe not four, $3.4 billion in loans, and then had to take another $65 million out in loans, um, and eventually had to default and screw all these lenders. Um, and, you know, to him, it's, oh, I'm using the, uh, the I'm using the system for the benefit, yeah. right? But what he yeah. did is, I mean, he, he didn't listen to people. He uh, mm. bet big on himself, and he failed. Um, he did that in Tampa, too. I, I'm going to have to go back and look at the financial numbers of that deal. But he came in and did the same thing for, I think, almost a year, Trump Plaza, Trump Plaza. And then uh, they weren't selling. The deal wasn't good, so he just came in. I'm taking my name off of it. They, they, yeah, they, uh, I'm taking my name off it. Those people were doing it wrong. Right. He did the same thing in Mexico to people um, who put hundreds of thousands of dollars of their own income uh, into buy these, uh, you know, the most exquisite uh, resort in the world to get condos in, in Mexico. And he uh, and his people were saying Donald Trump is going to be involved in every aspect right. of his property. And that's why a lot of people said, you know what, well, Trump's not going to put his name on it if it's going to be a disaster. Well, anyway, you know, six months later, the place isn't being built and they all lose their deposits. And he says, well, I had nothing to do with that. It's lent to my name. He's just a big, fat liar. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yes. the fact that you enter, even mm-hmm. entertain him as president of the United States is completely inexplicable. He absolutely admits uh, what Stu is saying here, too, because he says, I, I didn't want to have any personal liability. So I use junk bonds. Mm-hmm. He admits, mm-hmm. so I use junk bonds. I accept the blame for that, but I would do it again. Well, that, I mean, that tells you what kind of guy this is. Mm-hmm. You would do it again when it was a disaster? What you, uh, is that the guy you want running the country? This is the guy who we're always hearing is such a phenomenal businessman, and uh, he can save the country, and he'll bring all kinds of jobs, and he's going to bring America back financially. No, no, he's not the one. Yeah. He, he's not that guy. And, and, and by the way, it's not just that he used junk bonds. It's the fact that he was able to secure the property by mm-hmm. saying junk bonds were bad. The only reason they let him do mm-hmm. this in the first place is because he convinced them that his name was so valuable that the banks would loan to him without junk bonds. It, and he said, look, I would never use junk bonds because they show that you're a terrible company. Within months, he was using junk bonds. He just straight out lied to the people to get what he wanted and then went down there and ruined uh, this casino. There, he had three casinos at the time. Two of them are gone now. Um, well, one of them is still being run. I think the Taj Mahal is still being run by a bankruptcy court or something. One of them is completely gone, and one of them is still alive. But, I mean, it's, it's mm. pretty bad. 
I mean, it's it's a bad story, and it's just it's not necessarily like that. Donald Trump can't have business failings in his past. I mean, you know, look, everybody, you know, when you're at that level, surely that you do you do have them. But you can't come in and say Ted Cruz is owned by the banks when you had 3.4 billion dollars in loans uh, that you defaulted on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't say Ted Cruz, who loaned against his own assets. I took a loan against his own assets, is owned by the banks. It's just absurd. Yeah. Nor can you talk about the, the country's debt of $19 trillion, as he does all the time, and say how bad that is when you yourself have been in such a debt that you've gone bankrupt four times in your businesses. Four freaking times. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it's any so sense. Bad. And this was just one of them, by the way. Right. And the Trump, the, the Taj Mahal one was just one of them. He repeated this four times. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com.